You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. We have Natalie Guadalupe. She's a family law attorney in the DFW area. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Wendy. Nice to see you again. Nice seeing you. Um, So, Natalie, can you um, give us an idea or give us a little bit of background knowledge about yourself and your practice? Yes. So, um, as you stated, my name is Natalie Guadalupe. I practice family law right now primarily in the DFW area, although we are going to be moving our primary practice location to Katy and we'll be in three primary, maybe four primary counties. So that will be Harris County, Waller, Fort Bend, and Austin. So we're going to shift our focus over there. But yes, I do practice family law. Um, I've been practicing family law now for about six years. I've been licensed in the state of Texas for eight and a half years and then the state of Maryland for 10 and a half years. And do you um, do you handle uh, family law cases all over the state? Yes, actually, we have cases all the way to El Paso. We've had some north of us in Paris, Texas. We've we have some in Brazos County. So we try to get experience in a lot of the different counties across the state. Um, but for the past two and a half years, we've been focusing on the DFW area. But now since we're moving south, we are going to focus a little bit more in the Harris County, Fort Bend, Waller County area. Okay, very good. And then so with these all over the place, are you physically going or are a lot of them on uh, virtual um, court cases? Yes, fortunately, the El Paso case right now is 100 percent virtual. Uh, For some of the other counties, we do travel to wherever those cases are. Um, During the pandemic, we had the luxury of being able to experience lots of different counties from the comfort of our office. Um, But right now, since most of the courts are opening back up to in-person or have been for the last two years, some of them, uh, we are going in-person. Time to get out of your pajamas, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or pajama bottoms and, and suit jacket. Yeah. Um, okay, so with so many areas of law that you could have chosen, why did you choose family law? I chose family law. I feel like it was almost like chosen for me as a child. I always wanted to be either a child psychologist or a family law attorney. And I did end up going to get my master's in marriage and family therapy before I became a lawyer. And then through doing that, I had to go to court or didn't have to, but I was asked to go to court by my clients as a witness. And I would go and testify about their treatment plans and their progress. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Lawyers can help people too. So then I went into law school and initially, actually, I thought I was going to do public policy, healthcare law because of my therapy background. But my passion for helping families led me to family law and I've been doing this now for a number of years. Wow. With your background in counseling and mental health, I'm sure that helps, you know, in dealing with some of these um, cases, you know, is because, you know, you have to be kind of, uh, uh, 
you know, it's, 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 especially if they're high conflict divorces, I know you have to kind of work through some of the struggles that people are having. So that's great. That's a great background. Um, and how long have you been pa- practicing family law? Family law, I always lose count. I think it's six years, although while I was doing some other types of law, I was doing a lot of mortgage compliance type law. Um, I would do family law on the side as pro bono work. So core family law work, I'd say six years. And is there any special area within the family law, uh, within family law that you focus on? Yes. So we focus on divorces, custody, child support, modifications, and things that go along with that sphere of family law. Okay. And then, um, so I know that each divorce is unique and everyone goes through their own unique journey through the process. Um, If you could change, if you could change anything or give any heads up advice to anyone just starting down that path, what would it be? Um, I get this question a lot, and it's one I like to to talk about. So before filing for divorce, or if you think that your spouse may be the one filing for divorce, there are a number of things that I recommend as good ideas to do, and they're in different areas of your life. So financially, get all of your financial papers together, know what bank accounts you have, what investments, um, be aware of your 401k, and then the same for your spouse. For your emotional um, area of your life, get a support system, go to friends and family and go to people outside of friends and family, go to someone professional like a divorce coach or um, a counselor, a therapist, or there are a lot of free groups on a lot of the different social media platforms. So getting a support system is also something um, really smart to do. If you own a house, contact someone like yourself Um, to know about what your options are for the things that could happen financially with the house. If you need to refinance, um, speak with somebody like Wendy early so that you're not in the middle of your divorce and, you know, putting that on the back burner thinking, oh, that can be done later. And then you find out you could have made some different decisions earlier on. So financial and then emotional. Then I'd say get an attorney. If you have um, more than, if you, if you have any investments together, if you have a 401k, um, I would say get an attorney, at least have a consultation. Um, I tell people I can go on YouTube and figure out or not figure out. I can go on YouTube and watch some videos about how to do something under my sink and think that I'll be good at it. But I really don't know what I'm doing and I wouldn't um, do that on my own. So something as important as a divorce, I wouldn't recommend anybody do that on their own if they can in any way afford not to. Um, After that, I'd say uh, to read as much as you can about family law cases. There's a free website, www.texaslawhelp.org, that gives a lot of free information, a lot of free forms, and a lot of free summaries that people can um, access. Also, go to the courthouse, sit and watch some family law cases so that you can kind of get the feel of what to expect. And to really remember to balance all areas of your life, your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, try to keep those all in balance as much as possible throughout the process. So do you have one memorable case that you've worked with, uh, worked on? And if so, what impacted you the most out of it? Um, I have several memorable cases. I'll 
touch on elements of different ones. So there are, I guess, a box of cases where the client doesn't really want to listen or they want to like make it a battle when it doesn't have to be a battle. And that is emotionally draining on that person and requires me to use some of my therapy skills to keep myself in check and and to not uh, think emotionally rather than strategically. So there's like that type of case or that type of person that sometimes um, is is a memorable type of case or person. And then you have the ones that, I mean, I feel like all divorces are sad because people go into a marriage thinking that they're going to grow old together and when the kids leave the house, they're going to go on vacations and things together. So I feel like they're all sad. Um, but some of the the sadder ones are where um, my client or even the other party is crying um, during the case or crying during an, an agreed divorce. Um, those things bring back the humanity of the work. And I never really lose touch of it because I'm a touchy-feely type person and I'm a therapist. Um, but it just brings back that, like, these are people's real lives. They're going through, like, real stuff. It's not just a case. You know, it's not just work. But you're you're dealing with someone's, like, most stressful thing they've probably had to go through. And if it's not the most, it's up there on the top of the list with losing a parent, losing a child. Like, something, like, very emotional. So I don't have, like, one, but that's kind of what well, makes... I've I've been through a divorce, you know, 20 something years ago. And I could imagine that having someone with a therapy background would have been very nice <laughs> to have at that time. Um, so, you know, that's a great, great background for you. Um, so if someone is going through a divorce, I know it's strong, it's important to have a strong divorce team. Um, what do you re- what do you recommend as far as what to look for when selecting an attorney? Um, look for someone you can communicate well with and look at their office staff. If they are a big law firm, you are probably not going to speak with your attorney directly as much as you may have hoped for or, or thought. So look and see what what type of firm that firm is and what type of person you are. If you know you want to have lots of check ins um, find out about the staff and if you can talk with the paralegals and, um, find out how much that they charge and whether they typically practice in your area or if it's, you know, an El Paso case, which I don't have a lot of El Paso cases. If you want someone who's like very familiar with that judge, or maybe you want an outsider, which is, um, kind of the case in some of the other jurisdictions where I go to, they don't want someone that's local. They want someone who's an outsider who isn't, um, into the politics of the local area. So look for, yeah, look for someone who you feel fits well with your personalities and your needs and go to multiple consultations. I know sometimes attorneys charge for them, um, but it's worth the investment to know that you've selected the firm that fits well with you. Yeah. Great advice. Um, so what's the most important lesson that you've learned over your career? Um, um, always learn, always like put yourself as a person who's practicing something. Don't ever feel like you're an expert. So I go to a lot of CLEs and free CLEs, paid CLEs, always be in the position of a learner and someone who can take advice from others, get a few mentors, um, not just one mentor, because that person has 
things to do as well. So gather a, a group of mentors who you can go to and um, do some volunteer work, join some bar associations. So it's also part of like, you have to give something to get something. So joining bar associations is giving up your time and getting into a leadership position is giving up your time, but you also get something from that. You can meet other attorneys and people who would not mind answering some of your questions when they see that you're also invested. Very nice. Okay. So I really appreciate you sharing your valuable time with me today. Um, I have the utmost respect for you um, oh. as an outstanding family law professional in the DFW area. And I love your TikToks. Um, Thank you. DFW divorce attorney on TikTok. She's got some great content. So go check her out there. And then where um, can someone who might benefit from your ex expertise go to learn more about you besides TikTok? <laughs> yeah, well, TikTok is my main social media platform. So starting there at DFW divorce attorney. Also, our website is www.guadalupelawfirm.com. You can also email me at natalie, N-A-T-A-L-I-E, at guadalupelawfirm.com, and I will be sure to respond to your email. And then do you have any final thoughts to leave with us today? Uh, well, if you're going through the divorce process or child custody process, um, try to think in advance about the different aspects of your case. Um, try to get some some mentors or some groups to help you out with the process. And if there's something that you're procrastinating doing because it makes you feel too anxious, go and do that thing or start doing that thing. Uh, but you'll make it through it. You, if you connect with others who've gone through the process, you'll see that they can make it through it and um, can gain a lot of wisdom from speaking to people who've You've gone through that same journey. Don't feel ashamed or that you're a failure or anything like that. It's a journey that a lot of people go through. Yep. I remember it well. So thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it and we'll be in touch soon. Thank you, Wendy. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.